Bible has been around, read, adjusted, and interacted with for literally ages. Greg has read it so you don't have to, and now births into the world, Better Bible. Before we begin, as you will be listening to a retelling of Bible, please note that trigger warnings are in place for racism, xenophobia, violence, sexual assault, rape, child abuse, incest, animal cruelty, and more. Welcome to A Better Bible. It's time for another of the minor prophets, the irrelevant prophets, the tiny prophets who each get a paragraph or something. And once more, we're focused on Assyria essentially doing God's good work by fucking over Israel and Judah. Now, full disclosure, it's been a hot minute since I read this one, so I shall be conducting this retelling exclusively from my notes. Buckle in, this is one of those prophecy, angry, redemptive jobs, right? We open with God up in a mountain in a way not altogether dissimilar to how he appeared to Moses back when those commandments were being given, right? It's like that again, and someone is messing about with candles, almost certainly a metaphor, but as you've grown accustomed to around here, metaphors are not our stock in trade, and every word will be taken literally, or not at all. It's what he would have wanted. So, candles and badassery. God is still proper angry at Israel, they're doing the usual classic Israel things of graven images, loads of idols, titting about with every single god you can imagine, the leaders are corrupt as fuck, sin, 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 and God is pissed, he's jealous, rage, he's wailing and howling, probably leaving a million voice messages on Israel's phone, drunkenly telling them he loves them, slapping them and screaming for what they made him do, stripping and naked, hang on, I think that's... Mika, who's naked, saying if you loved God, you'd like seeing me naked, so cop a load of this. Lots and lots of talk about evil coming down from God. Uh, Alright, this is getting confusing. I'm going to listen back to this opening first. Hang on. Basically, I was spot on. The main difference being that firstly, it's a lot more violent, listing each of the towns and explains how, due to their own damn country, they will be punished. And secondly, I'm not entirely sure Mika is human. At one point, he says, Listen, Earth and all who live in it. Which just sounds a little... It's like saying, Greetings, fellow humans, who I am also a human like you are a human and I am enjoying food in face like a human. I suspect some aliens are in Bible. God just keeps on upping the angry, and because men are evil, God is going to get proper evil right back at them. God's people are now seen as full-on the enemy. I mean, he's totally angry. Possibly the most angry we've seen him. I would wager he wasn't this angry when he sent that flood, or did that genocide. Or the other genocide. Or that, you get the picture, angry God. But hark, I think we get a little teaser for Jesus from off of the New Testament. Mika starts to interpret this, his current vision of mega God screaming by saying that some fella is going to be coming along who will bring all these fallen children back together through drinking a shitload of wine. That is definitely our boy Jesus, isn't it? He loved wine. Well, look, we, would, we, we haven't got to him yet, and I'm sure you don't know who I'm talking about, but trust me, I think you'll like him. I think he's going to be big. So this fellow, who may or may not be Jesus, or might be a fucking metaphor, but this fellow, right, 
he will bring all the people back together in a very specific way. They will make great noise for reason that there are loads of them. I like this. I like this a lot. The idea that when everyone does come together, it will be loud. But not because everyone is being silly or reckless, just because pff, loads of them. Admittedly, this being the way to bring people together seems a bit off. Personally, I would see this as a consequence of bringing God's people together. Because as we have seen in recent years, get God's people in one place, and they do like to go on. Next up, we have a very detailed chat about cannibalism, which comes up in a Bible a lot more than I would have expected, to be honest. But yeah, more of God being angry, he's now hiding his face, the kings, the leaders, the prophets, all bastards. Apart from Mika, he's dead cool, and presumably the other prophets with books <laughs> included in the Bible. Here's the thing, right? It bangs on about the prophets being pricks, essentially accepting cash for questions, right? And giving the sort of answers that the audience want, rather than, you know, whatever the truth is. So, how does that affect the prophets in Bible? Are we to understand that it's all bullshit in the eyes of God? But whatever the outcome, all the seers will no longer be able to see as a punishment. But didn't he just say that they were liars and just keeping the wealthy happy? So I assume that if they're just making shit up, they can continue making shit up with or without God allowing them to see. Regardless, God has left the building, everyone's a prick, Jerusalem and Zion is a shit. We get a shifting gear now, and it gets, well, redemptive for a change. God will be coming back, he's just angry to prove a point or something. There'll be more mountain climbing and all be forgiven and fucking awesome like in the Lego movie. And then a seemingly very specific warning about how everyone will have to defile your daughter. But not to worry, because God will make her metal as fuck and she'll absolutely smash it. There's another three chapters to go and we will cover them, but it's worth noting that this is where Mika stops writing and the rest is someone else. You can tell and it does shift in tone a little, like a, a very little. Imagine all that's gone before but more violent and with robots. We get more Jesus prophecy and how he will smash the Assyrians, God talking a big game about no graven images, all that jazz. A prophet prophesizes no more prophets, which makes my nose bleed, and then out of nowhere Bible goes, know what this book is missing? Courtroom drama. And it goes all fucking Ali McBeal for a bit with Israel on trial. Then a bit about Egypt being a prick, a recap of all of the Bible so far, men are cunts, tongues are evil, sinners are ill, and there will be no wine. More of the fucking same. More and more anger and violence and wine flowing and stopping and flowing and stopping and fuck this book as tedious as all hell. It builds up to a terrifying crescendo where you can't trust anyone, everyone hates everyone. Now Mika points out that he's talking to humans. Aha! Everything is broken but a messiah will come and fix it all so all's good in the hood really. What's even the point in any of this fucking stuff? Six books in so far and the same bullshit. Let's crack on with the other minor prophets who no doubt say the same fucking thing again and again and again. Same time tomorrow, my dear friends. Same time tomorrow. Congratulations on listening to this episode of Better Bible. Start a club and share your favorite moments. Tell your loved ones we're here, and we will save you. Greg Bless. That's really stupid. stupid. <laughs>